Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode of the show. I appreciate you all so much for your listenership. It truly means so much to me. Uh, coming up on a year here officially of having this podcast up and running. So excited to hit that official landmark and uh, just so happy to be able to share all of this information and experience with all of you. So thank you very much for tuning in with me. And uh, before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to take a minute and uh, talk about a few different things. First off, I wanted to take a moment and mention that today will be a another interview style podcast episode. So today is not going to be about the organs. It will actually be with a very beautiful human being. Uh, her name is Dorothea, and she is a sound healer as well as a just beautiful person, but realistically a expert with sound bowls and uh, kind of an expert on kind of the sound energy as well. So this is going to be a very interesting episode. Um, this will be very much so on the side of energetic practices uh, as far as, you know, in terms of scientific research. Um, this will be a little bit more based on personal firsthand experience. It's an extremely interesting episode and to hear Dorothea talk about some of her experiences as well as her practice is such an amazing uh, experience and it's just really cool for me to be able to bring this talk to all of you. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed talking with her and just having the ability to kind of <laughs> listen to all of the experience that she's had. Um, so I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. And aside from that, I also wanted to give you all a practice for the week. As you know, I was trying to provide practices every now and again on these podcast episodes to um, give you something to work on uh, to improve your life and uh, all aspects of your health. So for this week, I wanted you all to, you know, in lieu of this episode being about sound medicine, I wanted us to take a moment and really reflect on our self-talk. You know, uh, one thing that I typically have a really good skill in is having good self-talk. And I'm really appreciating this as I'm seeing more and more people having very detrimental self-talk. Now, when I talk about self-talk, that is specifically that background voice in your head that is, you know, maybe saying things like, wow, you're so smart, or maybe, wow, you're so dumb, right? And uh, it could go both ways. And it's not just about your intelligence, it could be about anything. But realistically, we have to understand that everything we are saying to ourselves, our body is listening to. And it is very important that we speak very kindly to ourselves and you know, talk ourselves up. We need to be our number one supporters, you know. Um, no one's going to believe in you until you believe in you. And the best way to create strong beliefs is to start talking to yourself in a manner in which is going to be conducive to living your best life and living the life that you want to live. So if you catch yourself kind of putting yourself down throughout the day, uh, that mental voice in your head kind of putting you down, take a moment and really recognize that. And when you recognize that, try to reframe that and switch the talk around. Maybe change it to, you know, maybe say three things that are good about yourself, or maybe it's just even that one specific topic. Maybe it's, maybe it is regarding your intelligence. Maybe you feel you're not a very smart person. Well, instead of saying, you know, oh, I'm so dumb or I always forget things, reframe that and say, you know, um, I'm learning or I'm becoming better. I'm learning to be smarter. I'm working on my intelligence. I'm working on my memory, whatever it may be, just in a manner to where you can now start to have a better self-talk and talk yourself up as opposed to talking yourself down. Uh, this is a really super, super important practice. And it's something that 
I will really try to be conscious of in my days where if I do find that I'm being, you know, kind of, for lack of a better word, rude to myself, I will go ahead and really try to catch that and nip it in the bud and shift my whole perspective on, you know, how I'm looking at, you know, my self-talk and uh, really try to reframe that. So go ahead and work on that this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that practice. It's a really, um, it's really one that I enjoy myself personally. And then aside from that, I just wanted to mention that uh, this week has been a long week. <laughs> I've been super, super tired throughout the entire week. And one thing that has really been helping me to capitalize on getting the most efficient sleep out of the hours that I have <laughs> in the night, because sometimes they're not ideal, you know, sometimes they're less than that eight hours. And uh, I really am a person who values their sleep and it really makes a big difference in my day. So one thing that's been really helpful is actually Organifi's gold juice. It is incredible for bedtime. Um, it's one of those things that is so warming and comforting that when you drink it, you just feel so good and it really allows you to ease into the evening time. So I'll typically drink my gold drink uh, around an hour or two before bedtime. I love the chocolate version. I love the uh, flavor of it, but realistically, you know, it has magnesium in it. It has the reishi mushroom. It has turkey tail mushroom. It has turmeric in it. It has all of these really, really beneficial ingredients that are so good for sleep, specifically the magnesium. That's a huge one with sleep. Um, it makes a really, really big difference in helping you get proper quality sleep, uh, as well as the reishi mushroom, which allows your brain to uh, get a more restful night's uh, sleep and kind of do a better job of cleaning itself at night. And realistically, just all the ingredients in there are specially formulated and crafted to help you get a better night's sleep. So uh, if you want to go ahead and check that out, I will drop a link in the show notes. I have been so fortunate as to achieve a 20% discount code just for you being a listener. So if you click on that link, the discount code will automatically be applied, although I will also drop the discount code in the show notes as well. But I absolutely love this drink, and like I said, it has been a real lifesaver in terms of getting higher sleep quality in the night, as opposed to um, you know maybe just having a lot of hours to be able to sleep and and then getting your sleep quality that way, uh, which I've not had the <laughs> fortune of having. So uh, I've had to rely on really capitalizing on getting high quality sleep, and of course, there's so many other factors that go into achieving high quality sleep but the gold formula is one of the key things for me personally. And it's one of the things that maybe it's even psychological a little bit, which is having that warm cup of gold drink at night. But either way, it's incredible. And I think you all would love it. Actually, I know you will love it, especially the chocolate version. So feel free to go ahead and check that out on Organifi. Once again, I will drop a link in the show notes with the 20% discount code already applied, and that's just for being a listener. So thank you all so very much uh, for tuning in once again today, and I hope you all really enjoy this episode with Dorothea. She is incredible. Her knowledge on sound, sound healing, sound medicine, sound bowls, sound baths is incredible, and I know you are all going to love it. So l without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Peace. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Elemental Evan Show. Today we have an extremely special guest here on the show today. Her name is Dorothea Barth Jorgensen. She is many things, a few of which can be labeled as a sound healer, 
but just in general, a very beautiful person who's doing the inner work and is here to share her experience with sound medicine, sound healing, and just her path and her experience with connecting with her inner being and, you know, just kind of forging this path forward. So welcome to the show, Dorothea. Thank you so much, Evan. Very excited to be here. Super excited to have you on. Absolutely. Um, You bring great energy, like in the few short minutes you've been here. So I appreciate that. Um, Let's go ahead and rock and roll with the uh, rapid fire questions just to allow people to get a better feel for you. So to start, um, like give us an idea of your background, maybe where you come from. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I was born in Norway and in a kind of group um, collective uh, community and um, I moved to Sweden when I was three years old and I was very very sensitive as a child I was kind of feeling I feel this connection to the hard space that I didn't really see around me um, and I had a very deep longing for this deeper connection and I did spend a lot of time in nature and with horses and I felt there I could kind of feel it's more subtle um, relationship um, and connection um, and I went to Waldorf schools and I got to really be in my body and create with my hands and just invite the, yeah, the creative energy a lot and not be so much in my mind and um, it was a very like beautiful journey growing up and <laughs> just playing and like creating things and creating my own books and you know in school and um and um then I went to acting school in Stockholm and I got scouted as a model and I had like this 10 years in the fashion industry very high fashion um doing runways and working for Prada and Chanel and um Common Klein and all this and I had this crazy kind of, it feels like a dream now, thinking back. Um, but it wasn't long ago that I stepped out of that world and kind of went into my deeper purpose here in life. Um, but I think I think every path we're kind of walking is meant to, there, it's teaching us something for the future. So I think this thing of being in the, being seen or being in front of cameras and kind of um, moving and expressing and sharing energy um, was kind of my earth school so to say for this work actually that's Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing now so um, yeah I think that's a little bit about my background yeah that's so that's so cool so you you said you went to a Waldorf school as well yeah yeah okay we're gonna absolutely (laughs) go back into that later on in the episode that's really interesting I I have a few questions around that already um so okay so yeah so a little bit of the background and then um what's a what's a favorite book of yours um I think I'm gonna be very simple but Eckhart Tolle the new earth Mm. um I love I have such a passion for the new earth and I I did some plant ceremonies with Ibogen and I got these messages about the new earth and the frequency of the new earth and so I don't know reading that book it just kind of feels like a mirror of something that I feel also within me uh, and what of what is possible mm. and, and it's all 
for us to create a new earth, we have to find it within ourselves. It's not out there. It's not somewhere else. Like heaven on earth is not um, out in some place. It's within. So I think Eckhart Tolle, he's so beautiful and simple in his teachings of just coming deeper into the presence of being and seeing what we are and seeing what we're not, like the separate self, the ego. Um, and yeah, I just love, I love, like when I read his books, it feels like a transmission. And in the simplicity, it's so much richness and wisdom there. Um, so that would be one, yeah. I've never read that book. I, okay. I will absolutely purchase that after yeah. this show. Um, <laughs> Great. That's really beautiful though. And also I have always felt that your inward environment is an absolute expression of your outward environment and vice versa. You know, yeah. um, it's as simple as, you know, not being able to focus with a cluttered environment, right? You're, right. cause you're cluttered inside. So right. when you take care of one, you kind of take care of the other. So that's, yeah, super yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, also talking about frequencies and sound, like we come to realize more and more now, even in science that, uh, we are everything has a frequency every organ in our body have a frequency and our vibration mm -hmm. like we're gonna create the reality uh, in the external based on where we are vibrating internally uh, so it's really like it all it all starts within and it's no mm, bypassing of that like you mm -hmm. gotta do your inner work and also like you know um meeting your partner and all of that too that's so much of that is finding your own note or your own truth and then you will attract whatever you need to to meet and also in life like the people you need to meet the soul family if you will the experiences that you have it's mm -hmm. all yeah yeah so so beautiful i feel like my next question is what's your favorite quote but i feel like you dropped so many <laughs> phrases that could have easily been a quote so um i i do have a favorite quote actually so good i'm gonna read it from my phone because yeah. um i don't remember it fully um that's okay <laughs> yeah there's too many good quotes out there to keep them all in the head you know i know and this one is uh because i this feels very much aligned to me right now but um, it's a it's a inscription in the Dendera temple in Egypt mm. um, and that was all about sound and the Hathors or these beings that was like kind of um, um, holding these um, cosmic sounds and uh, so the quote goes like this the sky and its stars make music in you and I just love it <laughs> Wow. Um, because that feels like uh, when I use sound as well, it feels like such a cosmic. It feels like we're mm -hmm. connecting to the soul, uh, to the star, star seeds, mm -hmm. and that bridge between heaven and earth, and, um, and just this activation of our wisdom, this ancient kind of knowing that we all have in our deeper being. So when we tune in, so yeah, I yeah. I agree with that so wholeheartedly, and. We're definitely, I think my first question after the last rapid fire question is going to be walking us through a sound bath because how you just explained that where, you know, it's, it sounds so simple, the vibrations, right? Yeah. But it's really interesting in how you can quiet your mind so quickly yeah. and just 
vibrate with it, right? Um, but right. really quickly, uh, last one. What is like a favorite mantra, song, favorite uh, frequency, hertz level uh, of yours? Mm, gosh, that's a that's a tough one uh, for me. Um, I mean, frequency wise, like five twenty eight. I think it's. I don't. I'm not super scientific <laughs> of sorts, but. Um, that one always kind of hits me in my being and mm. um yeah and sound really really activates these different parts within so i think i don't i don't really know what it stands for like 528 mm-hmm. but i do resonate with that so that's beautiful yeah, yeah don't worry i i have no idea of <laughs> the pairings i know for example um in the yogic practices you know each chakra has a different vibration and yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you them. I mean, I know most of the sounds that go with them, but yeah. um, either way, that's if you if you know that's what resonates with you, then that's what resonates with you, right? Yeah. 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 Very great. Um, okay, thank you very much for those. And <laughs> now to move into the sound bath because this is something that I I feel is starting to grow in popularity, mm-hmm. and especially if you're in the holistic practice or the yogic kind of realm, then you probably know about it or maybe have experienced it. I have, and it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of almost takes your meditation to a new level, I would say, uh, more in the sense that it's easier to quiet the mind for me personally, because when you're just sitting there without any kind of you know, something to focus on. That's why usually I'll use my breath to like draw my attention. But when you have this, not only sound, but vibration, like moving through your entire body, it's very easy to just drop in and like focus on that sensation as opposed to like worrying about your next meal or whatever you have to do later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's, um, sound holds the frequency of beauty and beauty is a truth that we can't really um, put our finger on. <laughs> it's like a, it's a mystic kind of vibration um, that brings your like your deeper being knows this frequency very well, but we might have forgotten or so. Uh, so it does relax the whole nervous system, and it's like almost like bathing in this energy of beauty where your mind just starts quieting and rebalancing and um yeah it's a deeper i feel like a deepening into trust as well like into like being held by the space by the energy this subtle energy um that is all around us at all times um and yeah i think i i think part of my love for sound as well is that it has that energy of beauty that just on the subconscious level just pulls people in just like a really beautiful gorgeous art piece or so and I was always interested in art um, but I also was interested in healing and I was wondering how how can I merge healing and art together and with sound it feels like I can I get both worlds I get that sense of beauty and art artistry and also the healing of those vibrations coming and moving people and sound also holds or can activate different emotions within ourselves um, and memories and 
that we can't really get through words. It's like this visceral, energetic mm, fabric that is just going on the deeper layers that we can't really think our way to, or <laughs> it's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's so pretty. During, during a sound bath, do you typically use um, like meditation sound bowls or what is your choice of, of sound creation? Yeah, so I work with the crystal tones. They're extremely, they're extremely beautiful yes. and they're every bowl is, you know them? I, I've yeah, seen them, yeah. yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I attempted to get them myself, but I, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm not experienced enough to really make that purchase yet, but beautiful you beautiful. Should, yeah you should whenever you can like they're they such a big investment and um, and they do hold that energy of beauty and like i feel every bowl is like an art piece because they're all unique and they're merged with like gemstones and um quartz and metals and some of them have gold diamonds like it's all kinds of mixes in these bowls so it does um, include a broader kind of tone or frequency and a sharper one like it if you feel the difference between those and the frosted bowls you can really feel the clarity it just kind of penetrates deeper mm. and um, yeah so in the sound, sound baths um, or ceremonies that I'm holding I work with these alchemy bowls they call them uh, crystal tones alchemy bowls and I have a few, I mean, I have like 15 bowls. So I work with different depending on, like I kind of tune into the class or the the ceremony that I'm going to and what feels needed at the time. And then I will like intuitively pick, pick the bowls that wants to come with me. <laughs> They're almost like spirit guides, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, then it's like in, in, in the journeys that I'm holding, sometimes I utilize breath work as well, just to make people come in a deeper state of receptivity. As many people in California has a more active mind. Um, so it's nice to really come into the body to be in the receptive space where you can just simply receive all the all of these beautiful frequencies. Um, and yeah, we do like a opening um, opening where we call in like higher beings and so forth and um just beings of the highest light and then um we normally do like a sharing circle and then we do move into breath work where you use music and sounds too and i love like love making playlists for breath work it's so fun because i'm get i get to work with uh, sound again mm -hmm. um and yeah and then i move into the sound healing where um, sometimes I use my voice in a, almost like a channeling way where I don't really know what's going to come through but I listen to the energy in the room and the people in the room and what is needed and I'm always asking for the highest highest vibration available in that moment and it's very intuitive and goes very fast this whole like scanning of, <laughs> of the room and like and then getting to express that um and yeah the bowls really have been helping me to activate this more channel and the, the voice the g like throat chakra mm -hmm. 
which I was like terrified of speaking my truth. I was very shy as a child. Um, I was kind of hiding my voice and I'm still feel like recovering from, I don't know, other life, uh, lifetimes when maybe I've been prosecuted or I don't know, like stuff has been happening there because it's a very tender center for me. But um, I was just with my mentor yesterday and we were working on this light language within and it's so much like richness and cosmic wisdom there. So, and also what I want to say with that, where we have our deepest wounds is all also where we have our biggest gifts. It's like, it's almost like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a quote for sure. That's so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm cause it's, it's really bringing us, uh, to have to recode or decode that wound and and once we're decoding it we're bringing it from kind of mud to to gold and that's the alchemy and that's also where we can help other people move into their their gifts and so forth by gone through that journey of like feeling blocked and stuck into like that opening and the blossoming Mm -hmm. of yeah your gift so that's so so good it's um it rings very true for me in terms of uh for example even with like i think of like my health coaching Mm -hmm. i work a lot on gut issues Mm. and that's because i went through those as a kid and i didn't have you know unfortunately the western medical system is great in many aspects but in terms of, in my opinion, nutrition and dieting and lifestyle choices, it falls a bit short. And growing up as a kid, that was something that, you know, they did fall short on with me in terms of like properly diagnosing my, you know, dysbiosis in my gut. And Mm. like, basically I had to go my whole childhood thinking that, you know, like this is just something I'm going to deal with and live with. Mm. And then eventually finding lifestyle change and diet change and like how radically it changed my gut is mm. like so beautiful. And it's something that when I'm coaching someone and they, you know, if, they, if ever I, I'll ask in a, in a health consultation, you know, what are, what are your health goals? What are concerns? And if ever it's gut like problems, it's like, yeah, <laughs> beautiful. We're yeah. like, we're meant to work together yeah. then because like I've been right. down that path. And right. so you're so, you're so right in saying that, you know, like when, when you, even though something may be painful, maybe a hardship, but like, man, when you make your way through that, you have so much wisdom to give after that. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta walk through the path cause you can't really teach if you don't have the experience. Yes. Like you can learn a lot from books and this and that, but it's not the same as been walking and finding out for yourself what really works and tuning in and where to go and f- finding people to support you like that journey of it's almost like little treasure hunts mm-hmm. <laughs> like finding your way because every every way is, or every person has a different way w- through their healing and mm-hmm. and really sensing what works for me and what feels aligned and which people can support me in, on this journey so important because yeah and I mean, gut gut issues is very big in America, no? Yes. Because yeah, all Huge. the like chemicals and stuff mm-hmm. in the food and mm-hmm. processed food and yeah, yeah. 
Also, yeah. uh, major uh, overusage of antibiotics. Yeah. It's like destroying our gut system. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. But in terms of walking or, you know, kind of like walking that path, right? And experiencing it for yourself first. Um, I mean, that's something I wanted to ask you. Like when you, for example do your own sound medicine or sound healing for yourself or maybe you you uh go through you know have someone do it for you and and you go through the practice what is it that um usually you benefit or gain from that practice and and what is it what do you feel is the benefit of it necessarily like in your own body or your mind Mm. your uh energetic body whatever it may be yeah um it feels like it's a big cleansing kind of it feels like you're basically bathed in light um all these vibrations that are moving through also on a physical level but also energetic um and if you have sound healing in in person like when you're there with the bowls or with the uh, sound healing instruments um you will literally feel the vibration of the waves that is like massaging your body um and it just feels like it's kind of um, massaging any densities and unlocking certain densities that we pick up during the day or like living in a big city not Mm -hmm. being in nature you know i mean la has beautiful nature we have the beach and the uh, hikes and the forest and this and that but um still like if you're sensitive like i am it's i'm picking up a lot of energy and i'm also a projector in human design so i'm I'm almost like um, just soaking energies up everywhere I go. So for me, it's really important to clear my vessel. And um, I can see the shift in my eyes. Like if I've done even like 20 minutes of sound healing on myself, like my eye starts to clear up. Like I have a different kind of uh, light in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That And it's, sound medicine is a more subtle form of healing because it's kind of works with your energetic fields and your aura and um and some some people might be like oh i didn't i didn't experience anything or (laughs) but you do (laughs) and you're kind of cleansing all of these uh layers in the energetic field and all disease starts in the energetic field Mm -hmm. and then it goes into the body if you're not listening um earlier or uh, dealing with that kind of energy uh, before it manifested in the body so um i i just feel like lighter more vibration almost like my cells are more activated more light holding more light mm-hmm. in them if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, and a more spaciousness like not so dense and um contracted it just feels like an expansion um and personally for me as well like when I use the bowls, they just open my voice. Like, I don't know what's happening. It's like a magical remembrance of, or remembering of this, I feel like this ancient, more cosmic kind of connection when I hear these alchemy bowls. Um, it just kind of unlocks certain frequencies within my deeper being. Um, and I feel like that's so much part of my work and why mm-hmm. I'm here too. And like the awakening of consciousness and really knowing who we are in the deepest sense. Um, so, and I think that also what I love about sound healing is 
and breath work and um is that it can be really fun like healing doesn't have to be um heavy it will be heavy sometimes but one if you're in the right spaces you will be feeling held by the deeper energy of unconditional love so you're welcoming anything you, mm-hmm. anything is okay uh to come up and it's it's really fun it's really yummy you almost like wouldn't say get addicted to it but you're almost wanting constantly to open to that more fruitful vibrant um yeah unconditional loving space so you naturally just get drawn there yeah. <laughs> um and so for me it's like it's just fun it's it's an exploration and it has both depth and beauty and and expansion and joy and love and um and yeah i'm not afraid of the shadow anymore which feels so good i'm like bringing it bring it on whatever needs to happen whatever i need to look at bring it on i'll i'll take care of it and it's going to teach me something and i will be a more whole person every time i'm looking mm-hmm. so um and with sound balls, they're so gentle, so people feel very, very safe there. They just feel like naturally they're opening instead of being forced to open. Or like some methods can be quite harsh, uh, other methods of healing. And it can also make your like parasympathetic nervous system like contract. Like, um, And with the sound healing, it's kind of allowing you to go as deep as you want to. And... And naturally, the body is just softening and opening because it feels really safe and and homey and warm and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's beautiful explanation there. Um, I would definitely say for people who say that they didn't, you know, um, and I kind of feel like it's the same with like meditation in a lot of ways, where mm. someone might meditate for the first time and think like. Uh, okay like it's all right you know it wasn't uh, you know I didn't really get this like huge enlightening experience or anything but it's like you know it's your first time going through it right and but even still I think in terms of your first time doing a meditation or a sound bath you might not notice all of the deep effects that it had on you but if you look at that person after a sound bath after a meditation they're not breathing up in their shoulders and all they're super relaxed parasympathetic state is completely in in function you know and they're like so relaxed on a you know autonomic nervous system level where they just don't even notice it but it's happening you know and so for example with sound bath i think it's a little bit harder to not really feel something because when you're laying there and like you said 15 sound bowls around you all being beautifully mesh together it's like it's not just a sound like you feel a vibration running through your entire body like um i mean i would hate to put it in a comparison for this but for people who maybe have heard like a loud subwoofer right that's like you feel that and it's it's uh it's the noise you know it's the vibration of that sound and obviously in a much more beautiful and healing way but um yeah it's so pretty and the way you say like I think sound bath is really such a beautiful term because it almost does feel like it's like washing over you in a way you know and like you said it's um deeply relaxing it's almost like you know um 
it, it almost in the way like a kid would receive like a lullaby from a mother or, right. or a father or whatever, you know, uh, it's just like so calming and relaxing and like just puts you into such a beautiful state. Um, yeah, really, really pretty. Uh, I was actually, so the, the sound medicine book, yeah. um, I, was, I wanted to mention this and it was, uh, talking about like the lullaby kind of, mm. there's a, um, so in the book Sound Medicine, she mentions that there's a tribe in Africa because mm. she's talking about how different cultures really implement sound into their day-to-day life. Like, for example, in India, right? Like playing specific frequencies throughout the day. But with um, this specific tribe, I, I believe it's called the Himba tribe in Africa, mm. um, the mother before conception of the child actually meditates and is believed to hear the song of the child. Have you heard of this? Yes, I heard about it and I feel that that's so beautiful and Isn't true. Isn't that? Yeah, yeah, because every soul has a note or yes. a song, I feel. Mm-hmm. Every human has this expression. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so pretty? Yeah. When I heard that, my mind was like kind of blown for a moment. Yeah. Like, because like she, she, yeah, you know, she meditates, she gets the song, and then she'll teach the father. They sing it while the child's being born. The whole community mm. sings it to the child, like as it's, you know, the first time they see it. And then throughout the child's life into adulthood, they sing it at moments of praise, in moments of hardship, you know. Mm. And then at the moment of death, they also wow. sing it. And it's like, whoa, that's so pretty. Like, that's crazy, right? It's so beautiful because it's also remembering, like, if that being is like off path or forgetting who they are mm. they, they can just sing the soul note or song and they will remember they're like oh I, okay this is why i'm here and <laughs> wow like yeah. you just took that to next level for me that's super pretty yeah that is so true yeah it's almost like you know if you, if you feel like you're losing your path yeah it's yeah. like it's a way of bringing them back that's into alignment yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all the uh, native traditions, they use sounds like the Icaros in, um, with the ayahuasca shamans and, and Native Americans. And uh, in Sweden, we have the Samis in Norway, mm. the natives. Um, and um, yeah, they're all using these sounds uh, in ceremonies to activate higher stages of con- consciousness and these dream states where people can um, receive... Uh, information that is yeah kind of in the collective field or the akashic records or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call yeah, it the, yeah. yeah the cosmic kind of seed mm-hmm. <laughs> wisdom um so yeah it's it's just reaffirming also in i mean ancient egypt they would use harps and and uh sounds and i think in the king's chamber we did a ceremony there um where we did actually sound ceremony and I would sing and I was like my voice just the octaves just like it opened so high that I like I never I haven't been able to go there (laughs) again with my voice but it was like this um, light was opening my head and I just had this connection to a way bigger reality and I was just like toning it through but I heard a scientist later talk about if you tone in um, the Egyptian pyramids, then um, it's these kind of codes in the walls that get activated, and they can they have seen it in a scientific like I don't know how they do wow. it, but it's crazy. Like sound is is <laughs> is mind blowing. It's like 
I think we're just touching on it yes. now, you know, in science and so forth. And, um, and yeah, people, I mean, using ultrasounds to see a lot of things in the body as well and to heal and to scan and also like people can heal cancer with sound and it's, yeah, I, I do think everyone says this, but it <laughs> says this, but it, I do feel like it's the medicine of the future. Yeah. We don't need big interventions anymore. I think eventually like we can just get that alignment through sound mm-hmm. and through frequencies. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Two points. <laughs> First off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for people who are skeptical at all about the medicine or sound medicine, you know, it's like, think about how doctors are using like, um, certain frequencies to break up kidney stones, right. you know, uh, to, so, you know, to help break them down and process them out of your body. Like it's, it's a real, absolutely real thing, but I have to backtrack. So, yeah. okay, <laughs> please walk me through this whole experience and story of you traveling to Egypt. And then I'm sorry, did you say you were singing in the King's tomb? It, it, yeah. Or... Yeah. In the King's, the, I, I don't know if they call it the King's tomb or the king's chamber like I wow. yeah but it's what an experience like yeah. that like the whole time I was like oh my god wow I didn't like please yeah. please explain I, I need to hear this story this is crazy yeah yes yeah, so I went there with Stuart Pierce who is like an English uh voice teacher he worked with Diana Princess Diana before oh, she wow. died and he was an actor uh but then he kind of got connection with these angels and and um yeah, he's been doing more of a, just helping people to find their voice, basically. And um, I went to, with him, I think it was 2018, uh, to Egypt with a friend. And it was like a 10 days journey where we visited all different temples and kind of had different ceremonies in different temples. And uh, so... Uh, I brought up that Egyptian quote earlier uh, about the stars and mm-hmm. <laughs> and the um, yeah and so we went to different temples and we went to this Hathor temple which in Egypt is all about um, sound and the feminine and the kind of the uh, beauty and expression and fertility um, and then in the end we ended up uh, at in the king's chamber in the great pyramid um and we had like a two-hour ceremony there Uh, everyone was chanting and i think we were around 30 people in that space and uh, something like magical just turned on within me where like he even said he saw this light coming out of my head and around me like this you see it sometimes and these paintings that people do about like the auric field around us mm-hmm. um or this like sp- i don't know what it's called yeah like the, like yeah the vortex yeah kind yeah, of like yeah. This. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um and he was like you <laughs> you have that around you um and yeah i was just um it felt in in the group it felt a little like different dynamics so i was just like okay tuning into the highest good of all mm. And um, I started toning and opening. And by the way, toning is very healing and you can like heal cancer and stuff from it by toning yourself, like vibrating your own body. Um, 
but yeah i would do this toning and it was just starting this like energy started to open to the the sky and um and my voice just like open and it was almost like it wasn't my voice anymore it's some something else way bigger took over and um and i was just surrendering to it because i knew it was from from light like it's not it wasn't a darker entity or something it was really like this pure pure energy and i was just bathing in that myself and letting <laughs> my voice basically uh just express that more yeah golden like cosmic energy and uh, i think a day after i found this little stone in one of the temples that looked like a heart but and it it had this kind of golden yellow shimmer on it and uh, and i held it and i was like whoa <laughs> i felt it was gifted uh, to me because you normally shouldn't take anything from these different lands but i knew it was a gift so i was like okay thank you and and it it holds the frequency of like unconditional love and it is literally um looks like a heart um not like a like a physical heart oh okay that like the yeah, actual not, organ yeah yeah oh, wow, yeah wow. Yeah, yeah um but i just thought that was kind of sweet <laughs> as, yeah. a, as a gift because it was it was a big experience for me um yeah well what i would have given to be like a fly on the wall <laughs> during that experience that's crazy yeah 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 wow. it was a mystical experience for sure yeah <laughs> mm. now um you know kind of talking about like these like ancient cultures and practices and stuff um has the has your background of like being from norway and sweden has that played any role in like your development of your voice and kind of your path on sound healing beautiful question um i think i think uh, in europe we had a lot of like healers and medicine people medicine women that got burned at the stakes and um but that blood that lineage is still within us and i think that's also why a lot of women has this uh, fear of uh, sharing their truth sharing their heart because of that but it's a deep wisdom if you go even deeper into the lineage from like northern europe and i mean all all around europe and england and um and I, I do, I feel, I feel this energy in my bones and it's like, I can't hide it. Like if I'm not allowing my voice to express this deeper knowing, I get like head issues, like things are cramping up my neck. Like it's almost like, as I said earlier, also with the wound, it's almost like it asks me and begs me to open up to that, uh, that wisdom. Um, and I've been asking for a long time for like a Nordic kind of guide or a teacher mentor to learn these ancient songs. Um, but I haven't found them and they're very rare um, up there in the north now. Like, um, so yeah, I just, I just feel like I have to remember through cosmos, through the field um yeah through the energetic field instead of like a through a human mm -hmm. <laughs> um and i think also that's why many people you know in the <clears throat> west is so drawn to the 
South American, ayahuasca and all of that because we lost our we lost part of our ritual, our ceremonies, our um, community coming together and and coming to these deeper stage states of consciousness. So um, yeah, but a lot of women and men are remembering now and that's so beautiful. So many people are coming into their power and they do it also in a new way like um, I love Zach Bush because he's having that like Western mind and the Eastern kind of um, intuition and the feminine and the masculine like he's just so honest and real with who he is and also he has done so much groundwork in terms of like science and medicine and all of that and then mm -hmm. he's merging it into the more spiritual um, and he talks about you know the feminine and the masculine finally coming into harmony again and all this like the Pacos in uh, in Peru they're also talking about the prophecy of the feminine and the masculine finally coming into harmony into alignment and I think that's the journey we are doing internally as well uh, every man every human has the feminine and the masculine and and really finding that divine kind of union balance between them yeah them so they can be in their truest expression and I feel like Zach Bush holds such a divine masculine energy <laughs> in that he's really like, I don't know, makes makes me so happy hearing him every time mm -hmm. he talks, even though he talks about the same things, basically, but in different words, like mm -hmm. it's just music to my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah. So actually I saw you had recently posted the yeah. Almost 30 podcast yeah. and uh, I was listening to it and it's, it's oh, yeah. true. He's, he's. Yeah, he's an amazing person. Um, there's a few people like that for me, like him and Joe Dispenza. Yeah. It's almost like they can say practically the same thing, but yeah. it's so profound in a lot of ways that like hearing it once isn't enough. Right. Like, you need to hear it multiple times for you yeah. to finally go, okay, that's what yeah. he meant by that, you know? And, and that's when it really clicks. And yeah, Zach Bush, definitely. I mean, he... He does some interesting work, like super, super interesting. And just all the stuff that he talks about is really beautiful. And, and yeah. uh, on that podcast, you know, it was like he was talking about like getting back to kind of like, you know, like a, a like a more traditional way in a mm. lot of ways, you know, whereas like even in I think he was saying like in our in our ways of giving to each other instead of supporting like you know, like slave labor mm -hmm. in a way to like purchase a gift that maybe only cost you like $2, but mm -hmm. is like at the cost of like someone's livelihood as right. opposed to like creating something for that person and truly giving from like a, a heart space to them, you yeah. know? And he's, yeah, he's yeah. so awesome to hear. So yeah. also thank you for posting that. Cause I was like, yeah. I haven't heard Zach Bush in a while. Like yeah. this is perfect and it's so good. Yeah. yeah yeah it's so but that's the beauty now like i feel like so many people are actually awakening to uh this more true expression of themselves and and it makes me so happy because i feel like that's the way we're going to create a new earth um and it's so much more fun together than like we can all like instead of being in greed and like scarcity be come from love and joy and and support and like mm. helping each other and co-creations and mm -hmm. no hierarchies but like 
we all each have a different role that we're meant to play and meant to kind of, uh, yeah, offer to the world like mm-hmm. a celebration. So, yeah, I, I, I just feel very hopeful. I know many people are not and I, I just keep on being in that hope and that mm-hmm. energy because I really, I feel it and I know it and I, I wish it for, for uh, humanity and myself and all the children that are coming into Mm -hmm. the earth and yeah so yeah and it's um i i'm I'm on the page with you i'm I'm definitely an optimist so i I stick in that space um but it's so you know like go back i you know into the early 2000s 19 1990s 80s 70s all that time yeah there there was such a disconnect and there has been a disconnect especially in the western world specifically from that kind of like you know connection with the self and mm-hmm. kind of like finding that inner intelligence and really relying on outside sources you know computers phones whatever it may be to kind of find that but it's one of those things where once you do the inner work and you experience it it's very hard to like not believe and kind of like think like okay there's something here you know yeah. and i think almost in a way the direction that we're going, which can be really scary a lot of the times because uh, I definitely see, you know, like the movie Ready Player One, where it's like all virtual, mm-hmm. becoming more of a reality like every day. But I also see the side that people are seeing this and they're seeing that there's a lot of repercussions to it. You know, this mm-hmm. is a technology that is so recent and our biology is not developed for it. Mm-hmm. You know, blue light screens all mm-hmm. the time. fluorescent lights on us 24 hours a day signaling the release of cortisol 24 7 Mm. basically you know and like getting horrible sleep and like our bodies are paying such a huge price for that and i think there's such an awakening now um even like you know just like the holistic realm is showing like just moving back a few like not even back a few steps but just more reconnecting going Mm. back to an original state of health and knowing kind of is like really becoming so much more understood and popular Mm. and i really enjoy seeing that i think as it gains popularity even if it's maybe sometimes for the wrong reason a little ego in there right right? Um, (laughs) with anything yes like it's still happening right and so i really enjoy seeing that but um i appreciate having people like you who are doing the work sticking to the path sharing it too which is really beautiful because uh i think the work that you do it creates this feeling in people that is kind of undeniable and you really do feel that healing going on. Um, even if you don't notice that it's going on, you might just walk away feeling in a really good mood and (laughs) that's it right there. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, the more I learn, the more I see that the best teachings are almost true transmissions. It's like, it's a silent teaching and, Mm -hmm. Um, it's by being and you can be with certain people and you just feel a shift and you're like what's going on what happened here and I, I've been with teachers like uh, Rupert Spire he's a non-dual, non-duality teacher and you know a lot of meditation and self-inquiry and looking but like being in that field is just melting all of this like crap within my system mm-hmm. uh, caca or yeah. <laughs> mud if you will um, and he's not really doing anything he's just there and <laughs> speaks a little bit but it's not I think also the more I 
learn the subtler more subtle it becomes um like the shifts and um yeah and i think that's also like someone said who i don't know but it's this expression that um the deeper no um what what did they say i'm blanking now but something about to hear your soul or your intuition like it's gonna be this uh smallest little whispers Mm. you know and um yeah the the ego is like loud and screaming and like hey do this this is it but and that's why stillness and meditation and sound healing and breath work and all these different modalities are so important because it is in that stillness when we get the real information the new information that is not based on our past or future like joe Joe dispenza talks about like Mm -hmm. coming into the present we will have access to um this very powerful um yeah consciousness that will be able to guide us and show us a new way of being or living and this creative like i mean tesla and um yeah he yeah they were they were tapped into a different stream of consciousness where Mm -hmm. so much information is available to us and we can also tap into that but Mm -hmm. it's got to be in the present moment it's Mm -hmm. not in the past or the future so yeah that's i'm glad you brought up tesla because it's like we take for granted electricity you know like light bulbs turning on computers working but it's like electricity is just an energy right Right. and we're just learning to control it on a very like quantum level right like a very like like here and now but it's really like such an interesting interesting thing you know that we use on the daily you know but it's like there's so much behind it so yeah you're 100 right tesla was really tapped in on that yeah and he says something like if you think in terms of frequency and uh, energy um that will be like the new the, the new way or the right. yeah yeah i know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about yeah 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 but yeah. also to the um the getting silent and kind of like out of the way of your like you know innate intelligence kind of is yeah. is huge because um when uh when Ashley and I were doing our yoga training, we did, uh, the last portion of our yoga training was, um, you know, consisted of about a morning practice of meditation, which was a very active meditation, but nonetheless, it was like an hour and a half long, two hours. And then we would do another like evening time meditation, which was four and a half hours. And during this time, you're really testing quote unquote, the ego and the monkey brain that's Mm. thinking, right? And so it was so wild because during meditation, you know, you're really getting to a point where your mind is quiet. And I mean, after so long, it just, it gets quiet. But Mm. when we would go back to go to bed, like go to our room, all of a sudden it was like you relaxed and let the brain work again. And it was just like throwing thoughts Mm. you know like all and then so you're laying in bed and it's just like all these like just random thoughts like childhood memories all Mm. these were just like boom boom come and it was like wow like the mind is like always wanting to like be active you know Mm. and uh to get quiet and just silence it and like just like hear what's underneath that is really important and uh i think nowadays we have 
televisions and phones. And, and so it's like, yeah. how many times throughout the day are you actually quiet, right? right? And actually like tapping in, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a lot of distractions nowadays. Like even with Instagram, I notice myself, um, yeah, spending a lot of time there without intending to. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that quietness of like sometimes when the mind is starting to lose its grip, it's turning extremely uh, loud. It's like, ah, no, listen to me. Don't listen to that deeper uh, ocean of, mm-hmm. of uh, the source, the source wisdom. Um, so, and I think eventually we're like, we're in this space where the mind will serve the heart instead of the opposite mm-hmm. where we're, like we're serving the mind. So I think that's the shift now where the mind is beautiful and it is as a tool, uh, but it's not who we are. So like, um, just finding that deeper connection and letting the mind be there like in certain non-duality traditions they're like you don't have to quiet the mind but you have to be aware of your deeper knowing and then the mind can do whatever but it's not you're not beholden or you're not um identified with it so i think that's also a beautiful like reminder of just allowing all of these things to be like we do have a mind for a reason the mind is can be a beautiful tool um, if it's used in the right way and um, and in service to the higher and or the deeper or whatever you want to. I don't like saying higher and lower, but right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I because I have that too in you know in the meditation I, I did TM in New York and um, and I my mind at the time was very busy because I was fly places all the time. I would work with new people every day, so it was like a lot of information constantly and not so safe in terms of like knowing where you're going and this and that. It would always be new places, new locations, new people. Um, so now I'm giving myself that grace of like I can just sit there and like be in my being, and the mind can do whatever it wants to. And that's okay. And eventually the mind will just like, oh, okay, quiet down into this more being state. Um, But I think the identification with the mind is the issue and not the mind itself. Mm. Yeah, that's 100% true. 100% true. Like you said, the mind is, it's not a bad thing. No. It serves a purpose. It it keeps us alive. It, It allows us to create and do things. But yeah it's it's true it's really that the the connection there and, and understanding like there's a separation yeah right yeah yeah, hmm. yeah it's so pretty <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i feel like i could continue talking on for hours and hours <laughs> um i think the last question i wanted yeah. to ask you was just going to the Wal- waldorf school yeah how did that kind of develop like you're almost like your, your, your intuition, your way of thinking, and maybe even just, um, yeah, like your, your thought process, you know, because I think traditional schooling, while there's great things about it, Mm -hmm. it also does kind of teach you to, you know, process things in a specific way. So like, what were your big takeaways from that or, or something that you're maybe grateful for? 
Yeah, so my mind is not very linear at all, which sometimes can be an issue because <laughs> I'm not super good at writing papers and like put things in order. Um, but I feel like that's something I can learn easily. But then what I did receive, um, I think, by going to Waldorf school, by having a more intuitive kind of childhood where I did get encouraged to, you know, play and work with my hands and create like constantly creating and not we didn't have a tv even actually in our homes um so i i do feel like i got this priceless gift of knowing that you can't really buy you can't really learn you it's almost like an unlearning (laughs) um and i think i got that as a child and i it's been it's been kind of holding me throughout my whole journey and kind of leading me and guiding me. It's almost like this intuition, this knowing has just been my biggest helper and gift. Um, like even in New York, when I was, you know, in the crazy fashion industry, going to parties and having all kinds of experiences, like fancy, you know, the whole deal, I still had this inner knowing that this is not it. This is not the truth. This is not actually why I'm here and and that made me able to kind of dance in that world but also keep my my truth and my integrity and my being throughout the whole journey so i feel like yeah it's a kind of inner sense of self i would Mm. say that always like i would always know right or wrong within myself like i wouldn't if someone else said like oh this is right i wouldn't I wouldn't be like, okay, if it didn't feel true to me. So I had this kind of navigation mm. system that to really trust my own guts, to yeah. really trust it. Um, and yeah, that feels like, it feels like it's led me here too, to this path of like healing and breathwork and sound and all these beautiful magical experiences that I had with on this healing path and like, leaving New York, even though, you know, I earned a lot of money and I felt done with it. I felt finished. And I knew like I was burning out internally in my soul. If I would continue, I had to leave and trusting that and not staying in fear. And just because that's what I knew, you know, like embarking on this new journey where I have no idea what I was doing and kind of diving in day by day, just like, blindly following (laughs) some sort of you know uncharted path um so yeah Hmm. i think that's really really important what you said on um kind of trusting your gut and you know in a way like thinking for yourself yeah right which you know to a degree obviously like being able to you know like I don't want to say like follow orders, but like, you know, carry out uh, an action is like good. It has, it's like, it's good process to it. But at the same time, I think like nowadays, like we really don't think enough for ourselves. We take too much as like known. Right. And it's like, you can question anything, you know, and and go through the process on your own. Like you don't have to take anything as fact, you know, Um, because also a lot of times something that might ring true for someone else is not true for you. And yeah, there's just, I think that's such a valuable gift to have, to be able to really question and like stick true to yourself, right? And and 
yeah. only if you feel it, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's about vibration and mm. resonance too, mm. actually. Like, even when we see stuff on the news that seems true from the mind, you can know deeper within. No, that's not true. Like, it mm. doesn't have the resonance of truth here, regardless of how many scientists are saying this and that. So, um, it's very valuable. Like, you can see true illusions or distortion or manipulations. Um, by having that resonance within because truth will can't lie <laughs> like truth is truth mm -hmm. to all people um and yeah and then we can have personal truths and, and this and that but it's it is i do believe it is a universal truth that kind of has a resonance like when things are coming from love instead of manipulation or fear it has a very different frequency and our beings can tune into that and know regardless of what it says on the paper what it's mm, expressing like we could also express one thing like the same words but with a very different energy behind it and that will have a different resonance even though the words would be the same so like the words and the what is expressed is kind of like the the surface and underneath like as a human we have so much more and the intent and everything is so important so um yeah just coming from that resonance from integrity from your alignment is very important and i think then you'll be guided and you will have a beautiful life and journey because it it's gonna guide you when you're mm -hmm. coming from truth you're safe mm -hmm. you're you're held mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah that's so true oh yeah, well, <laughs> Dorothea, like I said, I could talk to you for a really long time. Maybe we'll chat even more after this. Yeah. But um, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Any piece of advice or wisdom or um, anything that just rings true with you? Something you feel you need to share? Um, yeah, maybe. I, I've been thinking a lot about joy lately. And I was in a ceremony in Costa Rica um, and I asked in the ceremony, like, how can I be of service to to the world? And they give me a very simple answer. Like, I did a peyote ceremony, so plant medicine. Um, but all I got was, like, be in your joy. That's, that's the way. So mm. just saying that, like, joy has such a high frequency. And finding that joy within you that each one of us has. Um, and share that. Um, I think that's very, very valuable and and yeah joy will kind of guide you and and i don't think it's the time anymore to share from pain like we've done that like we're coming into the age where it's more about celebration and and love and joy and these higher kind of um ways like we don't have to suffer anymore that's what i feel we don't mm -hmm. have to suffer and even if we're moving through heavier denser energies we don't have to suffer because we are we are not that it's a an expression that we're living through but the awareness that is seeing that that is experiencing that is way deeper and vaster and can take handle anything basically mm -hmm. so yeah yeah no i love that i love that i always uh i always like kind of end the show with like do everything with good intentions yeah and, um Great. I feel like that rings very true as well, you know, having joy and, and leading from that place because that's a very heart-centered um, emotion, you know? Yeah. And so that's, that's a, yeah, I, that's a beautiful piece of advice to leave everybody <laughs> with. Um, 
how can people connect with you? And for example, how yeah. can we experience your beautiful music? Well, I will yeah. link in the show notes all of right. this, especially your songs. But um, do you have any classes coming up? Anything kind of happening or anything like that? Yeah, so I I work, uh, I'm in LA, um, as you are too. And I work at I Am Sometimes, this beautiful studio down the road here. And that's how we connected. Um, and I also work at the Mindry in Malibu. Um, but I'm leaving to Europe for four months now, so I will be, I'll be gone for a while, but it looks like we're coming back to Malibu in the fall, so in October, and then I will have different offerings and so forth. Um, but I do private sessions or more intuitive kind of connections where we do breath work or sound healing or, uh, more of a kind of soul energetic exchange um and yeah as i said like all my work is very intuitive so i always see what comes up and then i work from there um and yeah i have a website and i have my instagram uh dorothea barth and um yeah i'm looking forward to to connect yeah 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 i uh and i'll link all of that in the show notes for sure um do you have any classes scheduled before you leave to Europe? I do have uh, one on the 7th, like this Saturday. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, at the Mindry. And and then I think I have a lot of packing to do. Might do, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I might do another one at I am maybe like the weekend of the 14th. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Well, if I'm around, I would love to go swim by that. Yeah. Amazing. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Dorothea. Thank you so it's much. incredible. Eva. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just thank you for sharing this space and sharing all this information that you have. It's really beautiful. So yeah. Thank, thank you for you connecting for... with us. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, you guys know the motto, do everything with good intentions, connect your elements and peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.